and welcome to Growing Pains, the marketing podcast for parent and baby brands who want to grow and get more consistent sales, but without the overwhelm of feeling like you have to be online 24-7. I'm Sophie, your host and a Facebook and Instagram ad strategist who specializes in parent and baby brands, as well as a mum of two girls. Join me each week as I, alongside some wonderful guests, share practical tips and advice about how you can use and combine marketing strategies to get more impact for your effort. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Growing Pains. So today we're talking about three core problems that I see clients having all the time um, and not just in my current business but also with all of the businesses I've worked with over the last five years, whether that's women's health and well-being experts, whether that's people selling their services or e-com. I think fundamental issues remain the same for most small businesses and even more so I think with mums who are trying to juggle lots and lots of different things, maybe have other priorities other than just their business. So it's not like you're just working in your business business Monday to Friday nine to five you might be working around naps we might be working around like nursery school hours working the evenings weekends some of these core problems can really be like exacerbated by this lack of time so today that's what I'm going to talk about these three core problems before I do I just wanted to before I do I wanted to talk a little bit about what I've noticed about growing a business and often the case is that you know everything you need to be doing to effectively market your business but actually doing it is really hard and sometimes that can feel really frustrating like why can't I just do it like the knowledge that I share on here some of it will be new knowledge and it will be like okay I didn't actually know about that and other stuff will be like yeah of course I know that I need to do an email list of course I know that I should uh, make my website as easy to use as possible for people but often it's not a case of knowing what you should be doing. It's more about actually getting it done, finding the time, finding the headspace, and really combating all those different things you come up against all the time. Really no amount of content consumption can change this. And the temptation I think often is to learn more, watch more, listen to more people, really just trying to take in as much information as possible. And even when you're on Instagram scrolling, it's like, you know, following people who are sharing information about reels and about Instagram. And it's quite overwhelming, isn't it? Even I find it overwhelming. The amount of jump on this new audio and you must be doing this now in reels and quick do this before it like blows up and you can get on this bandwagon. It's really hard to ignore that and actually focus on what you're doing my best performing reel has got 13,000 views and is totally unrelated to my business. And it was a trend that I jumped upon because I was like, oh, that's fun. And yeah, it's fun. But it brought a lot of people to my account that were totally irrelevant. Could my time have been better spent on a reel that actually brought my ideal customers to my Instagram? Probably. But you know, it's lessons learned, isn't it? And it's really hard because in an ideal world, you probably want to outsource a lot of this stuff. Like, you know, part of the resistance is yes, I know I probably need to update my website, but that is not my area of expertise. That is not my zone of genius. And that is not something that I want to be spending my time doing. And so it's really hard because you want to outsource, but actually, it's not as easy as that when you're starting up and you don't have the cash and you don't have the funds. And so you actually you do have to learn some bits yourself. And it's really hard. I think the issue with the just show up and do it is not just the technical knowledge. And part of the issue as well is obviously these mindset hurdles, constantly learning new things. Like it is exhausting constantly learning. But also this decision fatigue, where to focus your time and attention 
and not even just every day, but like every hour, like, you know, you've got a to-do list that is bigger than the amount of time you actually have to work. So this decision fatigue around what's the priority, what should I do first, what's most urgent, what's going to, you know, improve things for my customers versus what's going to improve my business, what's going to really help me move forward today. And really you can get stuck in that what's going to help today, but Sometimes you need that space to be able to step back and think what's going to help me in a week and in a month and in six months. For example, at the moment, I'm part of a PR membership with the lovely Pippa who did one of our earlier episodes, which I will link to in the show notes because it's a really brilliant episode. She is starting to prep all of the people in the membership for Christmas sales. And that is the reality is that it's not just a case of, right, what do I need to do right now today? But it's a case of what do I need to do today to help my sales at Christmas? And it's really tough. And it's so easy to lose hours on ineffective marketing, you know, attempting to do millions of tasks and not doing them very well, and then have a massive overwhelm, which leads to procrastination and this to-do list of doom that I talked about on uh, last week's episode. So you might be thinking, well, yes, that's all very true, but what is the answer? How do I break the cycle? Um, And after so many conversations with clients and all the different businesses, I think I've worked with over 150 businesses in the last um, four or five years as I've been working for myself. And I've noticed three core problems that stop people getting sales and give you this endless overwhelm and second guessing yourself. So in today's episode, that is what I'm going to go through, those three core problems. And then I'm also, because we are all about action taking and not just taking in more information that you're not going to use, I'm going to give you four actions that you can take today, which will help you start moving forward. Okay, let's dig into the first problem. The first one is you're not getting in front of enough people. Now, I've talked about this one before. This will not be a surprise to anyone if you have been on my Instagram or listened to any of my podcasts before, because getting in front of new people is so fundamental to most businesses. I can't see myself stop talking about it anytime soon. But it's really, really hard and it's slow and it can be so demoralizing sometimes when you put so much time and effort into something and you're not seeing those results. But if you want predictable sales, you have to be increasing your audience size every single month. And what's also really hard about this is that there's so many different ways you can grow your audience. And I think often, and I'd be interested, I'd love to get your feedback on this. When I say you need to grow your audience, do you just think, okay, she's saying that I need to get more followers on Instagram and therefore I probably need to do reels? Because I think at the moment that is a lot of the conversation or I need to go onto TikTok and ditch Instagram because TikTok is where the massive audience growth is at the moment. And the reality is, is that that might be the answer and that might be what you need to do. But also there's so many different ways you can grow your audience and it really depends on your strengths, your niche, your strategy. And honestly, the most successful strategy will probably be the one that you can be most consistent at. But you need to grow your audience and you need to get focused and take daily action to see your numbers going up. And identifying a plan for that, like what are you going to do and how you're going to do it is so, so critical to moving your business forward. So here we are with my first action for you. The first action is there are three measures that you can kind of use to see are you getting like in front of enough people. The first one is website visits. The second one is email signups. And the third one is social media followers. Now, on a piece of paper or on your phone or on a whiteboard or somewhere that's fairly visible, how many website visits have you had in the last month? 
okay? You'll find that either on your website provider like Squarespace or WordPress, or you'll find it on Google Analytics. Now, the second one is how many current email subscribers do you have? Not the ones that have unsubscribed, but the active email subscribers. Even if that's zero, like you don't have a list or you haven't engaged with your list for ages and ages and ages, just put the number that's there for now, okay? Even if it's zero, just put zero. And then your current social media followers. If you've got multiple platforms, you can put split it out and put the multiple numbers, or you can just put the one that you're most active on and that you would actively that you would actively focus on if you were going to increase your audience size. Now the key to this really is to drawing a line in the sand, looking at what's there, and then every month go back and update it and look at how far you've come, track your progress. Because if you're not looking at the numbers, then you won't know if you're bringing new people into your world. You won't know what's working, what's not working. So you might have a huge focus on your social media and actually the numbers aren't going anywhere. But something you did on your website that you didn't even really think about has massively driven up your website traffic because a blog has done really well in your keywords and suddenly the numbers are coming in there. So you really need to start looking at where these new people are coming from and tracking it over time. So really, really simple. And if you're thinking, well, I'll probably do that once and then I'll probably never look at that again. I'm just going to flag to you that that's the kind of accountability that a coach or mentor or someone who you invest in to support you is going to give you because you can't necessarily do it all on your own. And if staying on track and being consistent month in, month out is an issue for you and you need that accountability, then I would definitely start to think about getting some support. Okay, action two. This is a really interesting one. It's not one you have to write down. It's just one you need to think about. So if someone asked you a question that required like a considered response, so not just a simple response, but something you need to explain or take a little bit of time over, how would you want to reply? Would you want to speak to them? Would you want to write it down for them? Or would you want to draw or take a picture and kind of show it to them that way? Now, I would speak to them. It's why I'm obsessed with voice notes. It's why I'm doing a podcast. And it's why I have no problem chatting on stories or live videos because speaking is always my preference. I find it so much easier to collate my thoughts and speak than I do anything else. Now, I can write and I really actually quite like to write, but it does take me longer to form my thoughts. I'm not the best at fine detail. So often, if I put written stuff out, there will be errors in it, which is why I like speaking. And honestly, pictures for me are never going to happen. If you notice on my feed, pretty much all of the pictures, any imagery is either of me, because I find taking a selfie relatively easy, uh, because I've practiced it a lot. And the graphics are relatively basic. Like, I'm never going to be doing beautiful design-led graphics or taking really stunning pictures. I love accounts that do that. It's never going to be my way of creating my vision, my message, anything like that. That's just not me. So bearing all that in mind, when I'm thinking about how I want to communicate my message to potential customers or current customers, whoever it is, I really need to think about what is going to work best for me. And that's why really I started doing the live videos on Instagram and the podcast, because I find I started doing a blog and I just realized that the time it took me was so disproportionate to the impact that it had. So my preference is always going to be audio or video. Next will be writing. So I tend to write my emails, although I have thought about doing a like video email 
Um, and I might test that and see it because actually a little video that I send to people or even a private podcast for people that are in my world with extra information, like weekly thoughts. And then creating graphics or taking really beautiful images would always be my least preferred option. And I very rarely do it. But there are so many ways you can bring people into your world. And probably despite what you've read, dancing on reels isn't the only one. So really think about what is your preference and then start to brainstorm okay, so if this is my preference, what ways can I use that to bring people into my world? Okay, problem two. You are trying to do everything in real time. Now, does this sound familiar? Oh God, I've got to go and get the kids in 20 minutes. I really need to write my Insta post today and just get it out. Because you know you need to post on Instagram, but you haven't left yourself enough time, you haven't planned it, and you know that you just need to do it. Now, Marketing can feel so overwhelming when you're doing all the things. You know you probably need to get super strict with yourself, make a plan and just implement it, right? But the reality is, is that other stuff always takes priority. You probably don't have enough time to get everything done every week. So you have to drop stuff. And inevitably that creates inconsistency. And then you can feel really crap about it. And really like, oh God, I know I'm meant to be being consistent with my email or with my blog or with my podcast or with my social media posts and I've just missed one this week and it can feel really rubbish but the reality is you can't do everything and you need to take the pressure off yourself so you can give yourself some space and actually be thinking in a creative way rather than constantly under pressure and stress. Here's action number three for you. I'm going to talk through the three basic automations and give yourself a point for each one that you already do. Okay, so the first one is that people can sign up to your email list and then they get a welcome email sequence, okay? So whether they sign up on your website, through your link in your bio, wherever it is, they sign up, they get an initial email and then maybe two or three emails afterwards, okay? That's the first automation. The second is that you schedule your social media. Even if it's not down to the nth degree, even if it's not every single post, you know, for the next six months, even if it is just like a week in advance or two to three posts a week that you know are going to go out and it gives you some breathing room so you're not always on the back foot. And then the last one is slightly different depending on whether you're lead gen or e-com. But for lead gen, have you got an automated book a call sequence? So whether that's, you know, they click on it and then they go through to a calendar and then they get a link to then have a chat with you and it goes straight into your diary and you literally have to do nothing. People can just sign up on their own and it all happens and you just jump on the call. Bonus points if you've got a form for when they sign up so they complete it so you actually know what you're going on the call for. And from an e-com perspective, I'd really be looking at an automated abandoned car email. If you're with Shopify, they do send those out for you. And I'm, if you're with Shopify or Woo, WooCommerce, you will have the option to kind of add those automated emails anyway. But I would always recommend that you actually do them yourself in your email system like Klaviyo or MailerLite because they're much more design-led and you can edit them much more. I think Shopify in particular only sends one out and I'd actually recommend two to three. So those are the three core ones. If you're not doing any of these, like really honestly ask yourself why. Is it a tech issue? Is it because you don't know what to write? Is it because you haven't got the time? Or if I can be as bold to say you're not making the time, is there a way you can prioritize getting these done before the summer holidays? Because if you want to have time off over the summer holidays, if you want to have that space, these can be in place and can work for you without you touching them at all. 
Now, the next level of automations are where you start to invest in paid ads like Google or Facebook, and they do the work for you. So you set them up and then they are there doing the hard work day in, day out, 24-7. That's the kind of next level of automation. And there's lots and lots of different things you can automate, ways that you can optimize these automations. But those are kind of the key ones to get started with. Okay, problem three. You're relying on Instagram and only Instagram to sell. So if you've put all your eggs in the Instagram basket, now they've changed the goalpost, your reach has dropped and so have your sales, you are not the only one, okay? I think 20, 2020, 20, early 2021, Instagram and paid ads, Facebook ads, were working incredibly well. They were working incredibly well. You could get sales quite easily. People were engaging. People were at home and they needed that engagement. And actually, it was an incredible time for small businesses on Instagram and using ads as well, to be honest. The trouble is that has dropped off now to the point where it's become really, really difficult to consistently get sales on Instagram. And Facebook ads, I've said it before, you know, it's not as easy to get those sales on Facebook ads anymore. You need to be much more strategic and you need to have it as part of a marketing mix. You can't rely on any one strategy anymore, which is why you need to be thinking about all these different things. And really the key here, and what I want to sort of say is, you need to make sure you've got a clear journey from the point that someone finds you to the point them buying. Okay, so I've talked a little bit about this before. How do you draw them in? How do you build their trust? How do you then get in touch with them exactly when they need you? It's all about this getting in front of the right people with the right message at the right time. That's the money-making strategy. But if you are only relying on Instagram, it's probably likely that you are neglecting other channels. Okay, you might not be, you might be feeling really smug and thinking, nope, I am all over my email and all over my website. And if you are, then I'm so pleased for you. If you're not, this is action four, okay? I want you to imagine, it might take a little bit of leap of faith, but just imagine someone doesn't have social media. So no Instagram, no Facebook, no TikTok, literally nothing. And they're looking for your service or product. How would they find you and what would their experience be? Like really try and look at it through a really neutral lens. Do you nurture your email list in the same way as you do your social media? Do you check your website stats as much as you check your Reels views? Like how long are people spending on your site? What are they looking at? What are they reading? Sometimes we rely so heavily on assuming people will follow us on social media or even just look at our social media. We really neglect to look at this bigger picture about how people are finding us and what their experience is when they do. And once you know what you're looking at, you can start to make micro changes that put together have a really big impact. So the action here is to kind of do a little bit of an audit on yourself, okay? So take out your social media completely. Someone coming to your website totally cold, what would they find? Google yourself, but in incognito mode. See what comes up, see how it looks, go through, even get like friend or family member or something to go through and really look at what that journey is without the lens of social media in the background, without the opportunity to do the highlights, you know, start here or doing a sale on your social media. Like what if your social media wasn't there? How would you get a sale out to people? How would you stimulate sales? Okay. So just kind of do that audit on yourself and have a look. Is there any way that you can improve it? Is there anything you can do? Now, I'm really aware, because I've talked about at the beginning, that again, I'm giving you loads of information, some actions to take, 
But are you really going to do it on your own? Like, are you really going to make that difference? And honestly, I'm going to talk about this in another episode more properly, because I think when you see things on Instagram or you hear someone on a podcast, you might think that they've had quite an easy journey or they've just done it all on their own. And that's just really not the case. I've invested so much money over the last five years in coaches. And it's whenever I've invested in a coach, they help me make really brave decisions They help me retain focus. And really, honestly, that's when I make the most progress in my business. Personally, I don't tend to work with pure coaches who help you find your own answers. I like coaches that mix between training, mentoring and coaching. I like to be supported to find my own answers. But I also like like a mentor to challenge me. I like someone who's made the mistakes so I don't have to make them. And also someone who can say like, okay, you don't know how to do this. I will literally show you how to do it. And really it's kind of working out what's worked for me and what I love doing and what I already do with my clients, which has inspired me to create my new action orientated group program called the Bloomin' Marvelous Marketing Academy, or I'm probably going to call it Bloom for short. I'm so incredibly excited about it. It's a group program specifically for businesses who sell to parents. So that's probably you guys if you're listening to this. And you want to create a business that is part of your life, but doesn't dictate it. And I think that is just so key for me. And also that means you can easily take an income of like three to 5k every single month. Okay. It's going to be a really good fit for you if you feel like you're pulled in a million different directions on a daily basis and you're not feeling very confident that you're doing any of it well. You're probably predominantly marketing your business on Instagram and you know you can't rely on it for sales, but you're just a bit overwhelmed about what else to do and where to start. You're in it for the long game and you're so determined to move forward step by step. And you've probably consumed enough free content for a lifetime and are ready to get out of your own way and start taking messy, imperfect action as long as it's in the right direction. You've got big ambitions to scale, but you know that consistent sales only come with consistent marketing and you are just so ready to make that happen. The ultimate result of working with me in this program is going to be that you grow and you get more sales. But honestly, more than that, you're going to be able to finish a month saying everything's moving in the right direction and feel confident that if you just keep doing what you're doing month on month, you will make amazing progress. Okay. And for me, that is just so key. So if you resonate with the above, I think you're going to absolutely love the Bloomin' Marvelous Marketing Academy. We start on the 27th of June and they're going to be limited spots because it's the first time I've run this and I really want to make sure that I can give you the level of support that you need and that together we can craft what this looks like. I know how it's going to run, but I really want your input over time to really make sure it's giving you the absolute support that you need. Oh my God, I'm so excited. If you're interested, there is a link in the show notes and you need to click it and just email me and say, I want Bloomin' Marvelous Marketing. I will send you all the details and we will go from there. Thank you so much for listening today. I really hope you found it helpful and I will speak to you next time. Thank you so much for joining me this week. Before you go, make sure you subscribe to the podcast so you can receive new episodes right when they're released. And if you have enjoyed these podcast episodes, I'd really love to ask you to leave a review in Apple Podcasts. Reviews are one of the major ways that Apple ranks their podcasts, and it only takes a few seconds, but really does make a massive difference to new people finding me. Thank you again for joining me, Sophie, in this episode of Growing Pains. See you next time.